Welcome, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the first official episode of the new podcast titled What the Fans Don't See. This is your host, Nick Simi. And gosh, I'm so excited to get the ball rolling on this. It's been an idea that I've been sitting on for quite some time, and to actually get my ideas down on paper and start the recording process, it's very motivating. At the same time, a little nerve-wracking. I'm new to the whole podcast scene, so stick with it. Bear with me through these first couple episodes. I'm excited to where things will be going in the future with this platform. Like many first episodes on the new podcast, I wanted to give you all a little background in terms of you know, where I came from and my journey to this point today. You know, really kind of what led me to creating what the fans don't see and really the why behind it. So without further ado, again, thank you all for tuning in. Let's get started. So to begin, I am originally from Northeast Ohio, a small town called Wadsworth right outside of Akron. Grew up two amazing parents, two awesome brothers. At an early age, I always identified with sports, always gravitated toward them. I found friendship. I found purpose. And whether it was in the backyard competing against my younger brothers or peewee or rec soccer or basketball, it was something that really motivated me and, and created my work ethic, my habits as well. So, you know, kind of transitioning from, from peewee and rec to middle, middle school and high school sports, I played football, track, and basketball. And no, 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 I was not a runner in in track and field. I was a thrower. I did shot put and discus. And as I transitioned through, you know, like many athletes playing sports, endured several injuries. Most notably for me, it was my right shoulder. I had labral injuries to my shoulder. First one being my sophomore year of high school. Was able to rehab. It was really my first experience with physical therapists and athletic trainers that initially sparked my my passion for this field. I didn't necessarily know what I wanted to do with it, but you know, with it being so positive, I knew it was maybe a path for me down the road. I, you know, at 15, 16 years old, I didn't know which way it was up or down, uh, but I was like, hey, this could be for me. Junior year, I thankfully did not incur any injuries going into senior year. I, I was a zero-star recruit. I know four-star, five-stars, you got all that stuff going on now in terms of recruiting. Um, before going to the next level in college, I was I was none of those. Um, I, I really kind of had to prove myself my senior year, was training, kind of busting my tail through the summer. Going into the first game, we were playing Ashland High School, and in the third quarter, I was going for a short snap on an extra point when Opposing player came in, kind of crashed into my knee when I was when I was snapping for that extra point and injured my MCL. That injury would actually keep me out through the entirety of, or the rest of my senior season of football. And I, as you can tell, as you kind of see the theme from the sophomore season and, and healthy junior year and kind of the injury my senior year, you know, it's kind of a yo-yo. It was up and down. I felt like I was rehabbing. More than I was actually being out in the field with my teammates and my coaches. So not really knowing what was in store for me. Ashland University, ironic enough, they kind of stuck by my side through the whole process and offered me a scholarship to continue football and track and field at their program. Very gracious for that opportunity. And I felt like it was that fresh and new start that I so desired. I was like, you know, I'm going to leave all of those injuries in high school. At least I thought to myself. And to kind of start anew gave me new purpose. 
going into Ashland, I was playing tight end and fullback. There were a couple injuries, and I think I think kind of what ultimately led me to playing just fullback was there was an individual that transferred out. So it kind of vaulted me into this position really early on in the season. I think about week three, I was able to have one game where I started in front of all the fans at, at Ashland University and to kind of have that, you know, camaraderie and, and build up after a whole year, year and a half where I didn't have sports. I was rehabbing from my knee injury and to have my friends and my family, my girlfriend, now wife there, it was euphoric. I felt like, you know, this is where I needed to be. Everything leading up to this point was for something. And so it felt right. So that next week after starting my first game in college, I was in practice and took a hit to my shoulder again. And the feeling felt all too familiar than to when I first injured myself or my shoulder my sophomore year of high school. At that point, I went to the athletic trainers. I was like, you know, I, I don't necessarily know what's wrong with my shoulder, but I think I need to get checked out because I, you know, I had this injury in high school and it feels pretty similar and which, you know, scared the heck out of me. Went to the doctor, long behold, after x-ray MRI, it was the same injury that I had my sophomore year of high school, which is a torn labrum, required surgery, another four to six month recovery. I remember calling my parents out in the parking lot right outside my dorm and I told them, I was like, I'm done with this. I can't, I can't do it anymore. I can't go through this and be as motivated and put myself out there, kind of pour myself. I felt like I was making all the right decisions. You know, I was trying to stay on the straight and narrow path. I was, you know, dedicated to my training, my academics to kind of all have it keep crashing down. I was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm absolutely done. I kind of want to do, yeah, you know, I really just had enough. So again, didn't really know where to turn. Thankfully, I very close to my family and girlfriend, now wife, stuck by my side and they kind of really helped me through those initial initial weeks and months and kind of after a long reflection my friends were down at Ohio State my girlfriend was down at Ohio State and it kind of had me thinking I was like I don't know if this was necessarily the place for me to finish out my academics Ohio State presented a new excitement to me so I could focus on other aspects of my life, that being potentially physical therapy and strength and conditioning and nutrition and other, other things I, you know, had interest in, but didn't pursue as much because I was always so focused on, you know, football and track. So about in that winter time, I made the, made the decision to transfer. So in 2014, transferred down to Ohio state, that transition was difficult. Again, a lot of these things that you know I'm touching on today, I'll, I'll expand upon in future videos. But to kind of going from having that regimen of having friends surrounded or surrounding you in the locker room and having that kind of common goal and purpose with people brings you so close together. It's hard to find that when you're kind of you know lost within 50 or 60,000 people down in Columbus. So as I went, I, I had no intentions of playing sports again. Uh, sports left, a, you know, not to be cliche, but a bittersweet taste in my mouth. It was even difficult for me to attend sporting events such as the Ohio State football games. I'd be up in the stands looking down, whether it was teammates on Ohio State or excuse me, not teammates, but, you know, athletes on Ohio State sidelines or athletes on the opposing team sidelines. I would see a few that I maybe had played against in high school. Not that I thought I could compete at that level, but I always had that kind of what if, you know, what if things 
ended up differently in high school and I ended up somewhere else. You know, what if I didn't get injured at Ashland and continued my career at Ashland? So those things kind of stuck with me. Going through sophomore, junior, going into senior year, took up those passions and interests and hobbies that I had of strength and conditioning, nutrition, and really kind of built myself um, in my weightlifting routine and, and whatnot. So I kind of really just took everything that I had, funneled it kind of into my own training. Didn't really necessarily know why I, I felt motivated to train because I ne didn't necessarily feel like I was training for anything, but I felt like it was going to be for something. I found a Clemson strength and conditioning program online. I had the itch to start, you know, moving out of the bodybuilding phase that I was, or the bodybuilding kick that I had and, and start to continue to train like an athlete again, took up the program, kind of push, you know, tailored it to myself. It was, I want to say it was 2016. I remember watching Clemson beat Ohio state. I'm sitting there with another roommate of mine, shout out to Tim. And he's like, man, you should, you should take that next step. You should try this. Why not? You know, I can see how you're training. I, you know, I heard about the program, that Clemson program that you found. You're doing all the things. You know how to train at least, you know, sports specific to football. Why not give it a shot? So he ended up finding a tweet that was posted by Ohio State football that said there will be open walk-on tryouts for the Ohio State football team this winter. And he sent me the screenshot. I want to say as it was around – December, he's like, man, this is it. It was, we just talked about this and this is kind of confirmation that you have to try it. So I talked with my parents, talked with my girlfriend. It was the only people that I told. I was like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to give this a shot. I don't necessarily have much expectation or I don't really think that anything's going to come of it, but at least I can gain some closure. So God, if this were to work out amazing, if not, so be it. That's all good. I'm not really expecting it to to kind of go anywhere. I go into that tryout. I finish up. I probably had the best testing session. You know, they did the 40-yard dash and 225-pound bench press and, you know, different drills on the field. They call my name over. They're like, Nick, come to the Woody Hayes Center on Monday. You made the team. You have to pass a physical and workouts start that morning at 6 a.m. So absolutely thrilled, exhilarated, had one last year of eligibility. Had that 2017 going into 2018 season, beat the team up north, Cotton Bowl champions and Big Ten champions. I knew that the NFL wasn't necessarily in the cards for me or that I wasn't going to be drafted. I had an internship in my final semester, so in my winter and spring semester that I had to complete for my exercise science major. And I was fortunate enough to complete that with the Ohio State strength and conditioning staff. I worked with Ohio State football, women's rowing, women's lacrosse, and women's softball. So as I started that internship, I was very closely uh, working with the other strength coaches and strength staff. And my one strength coach in football, coach, shout out Coach Quinn, he approached me and he's like, Nick, he's like, you know, I'm training a couple guys that are staying in the Columbus area for pro day. He said, you know, you should give it a shot. And my first impression was, I don't know, you know, a little banged up and I didn't really have any substantial film, maybe a couple of plays in, in trash time at the end of games. And he's like, yeah, you know, 
you you got to this point, you might as well not live with any what ifs in the future or any regret. And he was completely right. I couldn't be more happy of my decision to follow through with Pro Day. I competed at Pro Day, which unlocked the doors of me getting calls from Cleveland and Cincinnati. Was able to go their rookie mini camps um, in the top of May. Again, it was kind of always viewed as more of a backup. I, I had been accepted into the University of Dayton's physical therapy program kind of earlier in that winter. So I knew that was my plan A and what I really wanted to pursue long term professionally. Um, I didn't hear any calls after those rookie mini camps. So I continued going in um, 2018 in August. I started my doctorate in physical therapy. Can't believe how fast those last three years have gone by. Just graduated in May with my doctorate. And I knew all those experiences that kind of had, you know, come to this point. I knew I wanted to give back in that same field and to be with athletes and to be in a team setting. And with that goal in mind, whether it's collegiately or professionally, I wanted to give myself the best opportunity to have that dream job. And in order to pursue that, I'm continuing my master's in athletic training at Kent State University. And my wife and I just recently got married, August 28th. We couldn't be happier. We moved actually from Wadsworth and we're up in North Royalton, Strongsville area. We have a little dog named Oliver and us three again, I mean, having such a great time kind of creating a new life together. She's a physician assistant. So kind of supporting her in her career. She's supporting me in mine. And again, we're excited to see where each of us end up individually in our careers and then collectively together as a couple. So that's a little bit about me. Hopefully I didn't bore you guys at all. Um, I'll kind of touch on more things again in the future, expand upon a lot of topics. I'm sure you all will know more than you'd like to know about me at some point. But to kind of transition over into why I made this podcast and this platform was what the fans don't see is not just a a title to kind of catch the eye of athletics and, you know, the sporting kind of industry. It's really to kind of highlight all of the hard work behind closed doors that the fans aren't able to witness in one sporting event. When you tune into a sporting event, let's say it's college football on a Saturday, we see the outcome of all the hard work, the preparation, the blood, sweat, tears of the coaches, of the athletes, of the support staff, all the hard decisions that they had to make, the injuries, the surgeries, the time away from family, the mental health aspect of dealing with Mounting pressure of sports, of academics, even social media these days. So what the fans don't see, this podcast is aimed to bring in coaches and athletes and support staff and everyone that makes this collective unit of a team and show what really happens, the hard decisions that have to be made on a day-to-day basis. And what it looks like on the practice fields or, or in the in the gym, all of those valuable, valuable moments that lead up 
to the outcome come game time or match time. So again, that's a little bit about me. That is a little bit about what the fans don't see podcast and platform. Again, thank you all for tuning in and I can't wait for episode two. Thank you.